from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM. Sunday Live on 91.3 FM Stereo. Sunday Live. Welcome back, welcome back. Good to be in your company this morning, 0829 and uh, yes, 021-442-3530. That's how you can reach us this morning, um, wherever you are. I hope you're well, safe and sound, and uh, keeping it locked. Now, the festive season, we encourage many Cape Townians to be tourists in their own city uh, by exploring our rich heritage. Obviously, with uh, COVID-19, it has been a bit of a dampening season but be that as it may when uh, restrictions are lifted uh, we should uh, ensure that we maintain our own heritage by visiting our rich heritage and cultural diversity uh, hotspots especially to educate us on what the city city has to boast and has to offer so we continue our series whilst we look in various landmarks in Cape Town with a special focus on the history of Simonstown today and uh, joining us online is uh, brother Ibrahim Manuel hist- uh, historian to unpack this session. Uh, brother Ibrahim, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum, uh, brother. Wa alaikum salam. Welcome, welcome to you? Sunday Live. Alhamdulillah, fantastic. How are you doing? Hello? Hello, yes, you are live on air. How are you doing, sir? Hello? Hello, assalamu alaikum. Uncle Ibrahim, are you with us? Okay, it doesn't seem like he's able to reach us. We'll try and get hold of him again, inshallah, just in uh, uh, a few moments or so. And uh, yes, zero two one four four two three five three zero throughout the rest of the program. Also, you can uh, give us a send us a WhatsApp message zero eight two nine nine one three nine one three via WhatsApp four seven nine one three via SMS. And we look forward. We look forward to hearing from you uh, this morning. So yes, lots of history and heritage around Cape Town, and I'm sure many of us uh, uh, have lots of fond memories, whether it's in Simonstown, whether wherever it may be. I think it always has uh, leaves a very, um, a very important taste in our memories with regards to um, uh, the history and heritage of uh, particularly the Western Cape, Muslim history, non-Muslim history, history of uh, fight against apartheid and the significance of the various landmarks. Brother Ibrahim, are you with us again? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Assalamu alaikum, Brother Muhammad Sheikh. Wa alaikum alaikum alhamdulillah, fantastic. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Wonderful. Well, uh, uh, Brother Ibrahim, Simonstown seems further up your alley. Tell us about your fondest memory in Simonstown. Uh, my name is Ibrahim Manuel, and I'm uh, 72 years old from uh, Simonstown. My uh, family, my parents and my grandparents, we used to live in, uh, in Alfred Lane, we used to live in that that is the Malay quarter of Simonstown. We used to live in Drusty Lane, Swat Lane, Quarry Road, Sayers Lane, Riverside Road and Waterfall Road. Mm-hmm. And growing up we grew up uh, next to the um, uh, to the uh, mosque and the madrasa in uh, Simonstown. And also the, uh, the other thing of importance was most of the uh, families, uh, we were all living uh, quite near all the uh, main facilities. It was a five-minute walk to the mosque, to the madrasa, to the churches, to the schools. 
we must the facility facilities in the shops, the train and the bus stations, the naval dock, the fishing harbor, mm-hmm. out the the uh, trek fishing uh, beaches in Spanishian. And I spend most of my time after school uh, at the uh, at the harbor or at the fishing jetty. Uh, my uh, brothers, I actually, my two brothers, they actually joined the, um, the fishing industry uh, in Simon's Town. Mm-hmm. And uh, while growing up, uh, we all attended the uh, Matrasa in uh, Simon's Town. But one of my uh, weak points was uh, I was unable to um, uh, complete my uh, madrasa classes because of I had very difficulty in, um, in grasping the, uh, the Arabic um, uh, 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 translation. Mm-hmm. So I never completed madrasa. Mm-hmm. I'm unable to... Um, uh, or uh, recite from the Quran or read Arabic, etc. Mm-hmm. And my uh, my fondest memories was um, uh, uh, as uh, when I grew up in Simonstown, we were all one big happy family. We had the, uh, uh, the Christian families, we had the, uh, the, the Cape Malay families, and but further down at the station we had the uh, Yolo uh, uh, families, uh, the Kosa families, from they they now living in Jubuleto. Uh, mm-hmm. So growing up was for me um, uh, uh, one of the best places was uh, Simonstown because of uh, all the facilities was like as I mentioned uh, five minutes uh, walk away. And uh, talking about the, um, the, the fishermen and the and my part. Uh, I I only joined um, a Governor uh, Johnson fishing industry after after school. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I started to work uh, on the trawlers in, in Cape Town, but uh, but I did not wanted to um, work on the trawlers. My 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 longing was to work on the on the bishops mm-hmm. uh, traveling overseas. And I had the opportunity to uh, join the cable restorer in Stanislaw. The cable restorer was a boat that fixed the, um, the telephone cables between uh, South Africa and the farmers. Mm. I, I worked there for a while and then I was transferred to the, the bishops. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of my, um, one of my greatest uh, um, Achievements by uh, joining the uh, the bishop traveling uh, the world. Mm-hmm. So for the next twenty years, um, I was actually on the wild side of life. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all due respect to my families, I know some of them are not going to be happy, um, but that was part of my life mm-hmm. uh, on the wild side of life. I that um, was only um, during that period of my life on the ship. I was actually, uh, and I think this is where um, uh, Allah interceded for uh, uh, for me, whereby I could um, link and could meet with, uh, with our ancestors, but unknowingly, I did not know uh, uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. It was in 1974, 
when I uh, 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 um, uh, was uh, even a, a Cape Herald, mm-hmm. and, and on the Cape Herald was a date uh, uh, 1967, and in the Cape Herald, there was an article of um, uh, a person linked, directly linked to and connected to Indonesia, and I was so very young, mm-hmm. and uh, I cut out the newspaper clipping and I put it aside, and for the next 20 years, uh, 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 that actually did not um, uh, uh, bother me. I left it one side. And um, what also happened was um, uh, at, a, at a very young age, mm-hmm. in time I was uh, given introduction to a, a yellow guitar by my father, Toy Emmanuel. And, but that was also a, a big blank, a total blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was uh, I was four years old when I was granted this opportunity, and and it was a total bank for the next fifty years. Mm-hmm. It was only after fifty years when I um, and it, and that is also where Allah interceded uh, uh, in in the year twenty fourteen. It was the first time in my life that I picked up a uh, a Quran uh, written by Yusuf Ali. And it was uh, the 29th of uh, July, 2014, when I started reading in the month of Ramadan, reading the Quran. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and that part was where I um, started um, uh, getting dreams, I get messages, and that was all uh, interceded by Allah, because there's no way I, I am able to, um, to uh, put this puzzle together of finding our ancestors in uh, Indonesia, that is impossible. There is no way. I'm, I'm not a historian. I'm not a, uh, a, uh, a researcher. I'm not an academic. I have absolute nothing, no knowledge of anything about our ancestors that were banished and exiled uh, in Sinistan, and they are buried at the, at the Kramat in Sinistan. So for me, it was something of significance whereby I would like our, our, our listeners to learn from, um, from our experiences how is it possible that a, a fisherman and later a, a merchant seaman uh, a, a, could travel for, for 20 years on a ship not knowing anything about his religion with all due respect and um, and in 1997, mm-hmm. I met with this, with this person that was in the Cape Herald, and he gave me a, uh, a, crash, a crash course on um, the um, protocol of um, engaging with diplomats in, um, in Indonesia. And that was uh, a six-month um, crash course in Sinistan and, and at the same time there was a, um, a, a researcher from Indonesia by the name of Ariadi Suada. He was uh, invited by the South African Malayo Carl Society mm-hmm. and I met with him and we worked together in, in Sinistan for, for, for a couple of months and he left and, and this is also uh, with the direct divine intervention and intercession of Allah whereby uh, I was unable to um, travel to uh, Indonesia in 1998 because I had no money. So I joined a ship in, in the USA for six months. 
Mm-hmm. And I worked in the USA for um, for six months. I was transferred to Namibia. I worked there for another uh, three months, and then I was transferred to Mosul by PE and Urban. So I completed my 12 months on the trip, so I had enough money. Now, this is where something of the significance came in. I just jumped on a, uh, on a plane with, uh, with eight other South Africans, and we landed in Jakarta. And on the airport was the South African uh, diplomat, and Ari Ari, the translator. And uh, we spent another month in Jakarta visiting 20 top universities with was an official letter from the uh, South African embassy. The name, the, the person's name, the diplomat, was Blanford uh, Andrews. And when we went to the uh, top 20 universities, um, the, the academics was unable to translate the Zimbabweans. They were able to translate the Malayu. They were able to translate the, the Arabic, which was written with, without Harab and out dots, etc. Mm-hmm. And we were not able to um, get any information from the academics. And the South African uh, embassy, Lincoln Andrews, published an article in the Jakarta Post in, um, in August 1999, uh, uh, appealing for, for, for anybody to assist me finding our family. Uh, a lot of the uh, people in Jakarta came forward, but none of them were able to translate the Zimbabweanese. And from there, we went to uh, to uh, to Zimbabwe, and uh, and and we we were planning, but other but Allah had other plans. We and my and the translator Ariadi, we fell asleep hmm. uh, on the bus, and we were unable to uh, fulfill, fulfill fulfill our plans. And when we arrived in, uh, in Zumbawa, we visited the uh, village of Kauman village. They were unable to help us. We visited the village of uh, Alas. They were unable to help us. We visited the village of Taliwa. And they were unable to, to help us. But this is also direct divine intervention, whereby Allah directed us to go to the village of uh, Pamangong. And this is where the, um, the yellow kitab uh, is uh, the connection of why is it called the yellow kitab. Now in Zimbabwe, unknown to me, is a, 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 a house called the yellow house. Mm-hmm. And it's got a yellow door and it's got a, um, a, a information on a asshole of the family that's buried in Sinistan, which was unknown to me. And uh, we found that the, uh, the, uh, the inscriptions in the yellow kitab matches the asshole in the yellow house. And mm-hmm. that is where we discovered that uh, uh, this is the, um, the information that this family, uh, the Diakwaza uh, family, has been waiting for 260 years, that, uh, 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 wanting to know what happened to Ismail and what happened to uh, Abdul Jalil. Abdul, uh, Abdul Kader, and I stayed there for four months. Mm-hmm. And within that four months, uh, we received our uh, ancestors in Gaza. In other words, the original, authentic, genuine official documentation. Mm-hmm. I left, uh, I only stayed for four months. My, my aim was to stay for six months, but my visa expired. I tried to get my uh, visa renewed in Singapore, and it was refused. 
and I came back to Sumbawa, uh, and from there I came back home. And my instructions I got from the family is I must go directly to the uh, Dutch embassy in Cape Town and inform them of what it is that I have. That I have. And, and uh, with the process of engaging with the uh, Consul General in Strand Street at the Dutch Embassy, they actually were shocked when I gave them the information. And they mentioned that they will send uh, qualified people from uh, Amsterdam to come and view the, um, the, the Ijaza. And they sent Paul Faber from the, um, from the uh, Truppen Museum. And he found that, uh, with his own research that uh, this is the truth. And they put together a, uh, a exhibition uh, in 2001, whereby we had our ancestors' history displayed in the Truppen Museum. But uh, with all due respect, but prior to that, mm-hmm. the African Embassy, Mr. Well, the diplomat, Mr. Linford Andrews, and the ambassador, Mr. Sidney Kubeka, they organized a, uh, a international exhibition in Jakarta, whereby the South African Malayu Carol Society, with, uh, with about 60 other people, people in Rati, people uh, with the... Um, State Malay choirs, the people with the, um, with the history, the museum in Sinistan, the Heritage Museum, they were all invited. Now, for me, that was also uh, a direct divine intervention because how is it possible that the South African uh, Embassy in Jakarta and the Arts and Culture Department here in Cape Town will spend about $5 million, uh, it could be more, it could be less, but I'm just making a guess. Why would they spend about five million rands for a uh, exhibition uh, at the uh, at the uh, Arsip National Museum in Jakarta? And we took most of our ancestors, especially the, the collection at the Heritage Museum, and they put a a, a rocky bank on the plane mm-hmm. with all the stores and all the facilities, all the posters and, and photographs. And we took all our ijaza, etc. And we were there for a whole month, mm-hmm. living in a five-star hotel. We had uh, breakfast, lunch, and supper. So uh, that is where I think that the, um, the history of our ancestors was on TV. It was in the Jakarta Post. It was in another uh, Indonesian newspaper. Mm-hmm. I think it's called the Katra or something. And we came back, and 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 then the the, the Truppen Museum, they organized the uh, the exhibition in Holland, mm, and that exhibition was transferred to uh, Pretoria, and it was there for three years. Hmm. I came back to Cape Town, but uh, unfortunately, um, because of politics, certain uh, I'm not going to mention the names, certain institutions were very reluctant to uh, to put our ancestors displayed the space up in Cape Town, but what they didn't know, and this is also where uh, Allah's direct divine intervention, uh, we had exhibitions at the Cape Town Convention Center, at the Civic Center, at the Zico Museum in the Boerkaap, and at, at most, um, and, and this is also thanks to the Voice of the Cape, the Radio Center, uh, whereby the Cape Family Research Forum were invited to house 
uh, exhibitions at most of uh, the venues for the next, uh, I think it was the next eight years. Mm. So there's a lot of people who know exactly what, what I'm talking about. But what I would like to, uh, to leave my conclusion is for the families who have hundreds in kitab. There mm. are hundreds in the book up, but people are sitting silent. Mm-hmm. There are hundreds in Constantia, Weinberg, all over the state, Paul, Strand. But for some reason, uh, we would like to encourage those families uh, to come forward and, and share the kitab because it's very important. Without a doubt. But Ibrahim, shukran so much for giving us that travel history all the way from uh, uh, Simon's Town to Samboa out uh, out there in the um, you know in the middle of Asia somewhere. Uh, shukran so much. Inshallah, we hope people will respond to your plea and we wish you all the best in this journey. Shukran and uh, take care. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam. Wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Forty-five after seven.